Hi, and welcome to Job Search the Smart Way, a podcast for graduate students and PhDs. If you're wondering what you can do with your degree, you're in the right place. You'll learn top tips and strategies you can apply to build an impactful career and meaningful life. Your host, Dr. Marin Wood, will share evidence-based research so that you can job search the smart way. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Dr. Marin Wood. Thanks so much for joining me. Recently on social media, I've seen a lot of chatter about how PhDs shouldn't have to start entry level. With all of our skills, education, and training, we should be able to leap into mid-career level positions. Now, some of the people pushing this narrative recently are trying to sell courses and resources to PhDs. So they're saying this because it sounds winning and it's, it flatters PhDs. And I suppose the idea is that by using flattery, they'll sell courses and products and services. I've even seen ads for products and services in this space, which claim that PhDs shouldn't have to work for people with MBAs or BAs, as though our PhD puts us in a different caste and everyone with a lower degree is undesirable and untouchable. And it works, this kind of marketing. On these threads, you see PhDs who are actively job searching echo this. I shouldn't have to start entry level. And I get it, you know, we're incredibly proud of our education and, and training. It's, it puts us in an elite group of people, you know, less than 3% of North Americans have JDs, PhDs, or MDs. But the thing is, it's not true. And I normally just ignore everyone else in the space because I'm, I'm really busy, you know, running a successful business that actually helps people get jobs. But I'm taking aim at this narrative today because it's flat out wrong. And worse, it's actually harmful to PhDs who are in career transition. It's not true. It's flattery. It's a lie. And it's not true. Now, you might not always like what I have to say, you know, but I'm never going to lie to you. I feel like it's incredibly important that we share accurate and helpful information about careers with PhDs and not just flattery and lies. And unlike most of the advice that's floating out there on social media from people who are just entering the space, the advice at Beyond Prof is based on years of research. So what I say is true. What I say is based on research. And what I say sometimes is very difficult. But, you know, that's how you know it's true. What our research shows is that most PhDs will need to take on some kind of entry-level position when they first enter a non-academic career field. And that's not an insult. In fact, it's only an insult if you consider academia superior to all other kinds of work. It's only an insult if you consider learning in a classroom setting as superior to experiential learning. It's only superior if you think that PhDs are special, right? Or that we are superior to everyone else, and we're not. Let's think about this problem logically. If someone is coming into academia from industry, with rare exceptions, they aren't eligible to apply for a professorship, right? There are exceptions in some professional schools, but even then, most permanent faculty positions are filled by people with academic training. So let's say someone with 10 years of experience in digital marketing applies for a job as an assistant professor of English literature. They'd be laughed at. 
And if they were serious about being a faculty member, they'd be asked to apply for a graduate program because graduate programs, doctoral training, you know, that's entry-level position for academia. Or if a data scientist applied for a position as an ecology professor, right? Same thing. They'd need to start entry-level. They'd have to come into a graduate program and they'd have to be trained in order to be eligible for assistant or associate professor positions. Why? Well, because academia has specialized knowledge and training that is required to do that job. You have to learn the field, the methodologies, how to teach, write grants, publish in academic journals, and you have to be successful, right? You're evaluated on whether or not you're any good as an academic when you apply for jobs. A digital marketer or a data scientist has transferable skills that would allow them to be successful as a faculty member, but they haven't done it yet, and they haven't learned the knowledge or the um, expertise they would need in order to be a faculty member in like an English or a ecology department. They're not going to be able to walk into a faculty job tomorrow. So why would it work the other way? Why would it be that a PhD from English literature could walk in and start digital marketing tomorrow? Or that somebody with a PhD in ecology can just become a data scientist tomorrow? You can't. You have to learn it. And that's why you need to start entry level. Through an entry-level position, you'll have the opportunity to read yourself into a new career field. You'll learn how to apply the skills you've developed during your PhD to different problems and situations. You'll also need to develop new skills to help you be successful in this new professional work. An entry-level position gives you time to adapt to a professional work culture. Academia and the professional world are often light years apart. You'll need to learn how to work with teams, be managed, manage others, and help build and grow an organization in ways that are very different from what happens in academia. And yes, you have transferable skills, but you don't have this particular experience. You don't have this experiential learning. You haven't done this thing yet. And an entry-level position gives you the, uh, the opportunity to do this, to build the foundation that you need in order to be successful in your, your new career field. You'll also have the opportunity to be, to be mentored by practitioners in your new career field. This is huge and important. Finding people who can refer you to resources, answer your questions, and help you navigate your career transition will be so important to lifelong career success. In fact, it's so important. It's something that you really want to consider when you're looking for your first non-academic job. Will you have the mentorship you need to be successful? Chances are it was, it's going to be very difficult to be the only marketer or only data scientist in an organization if you've never done that job before. You'll have no one to ask questions to. You'll have no mentorship. So you want people who are more senior to you to help you learn and grow in your new career field. And think about it from that perspective. If you've never done this job before, data science or digital marketing, why would you want a mid-level job where you have to drive strategy, manage others, answer their questions, train and hire, all while you're trying to get up to speed yourself? You'll drown. It'll be a disaster. Why would you want to do that to yourself? In fact, personally, it's one of the biggest drawbacks of starting your own business, like fresh out of a PhD, especially if you've never worked at a startup before, which is what I did. You know, I miss this mentorship piece. I'm suddenly having to drive strategy, hire, answer questions for things I've never done myself before. You know, I spent the first three years of, of Beyond Prof making very costly mistakes as a new founder, precisely because I'd never worked in a startup before. I had to find and seek mentorship outside of my organization. 
And I was able to find that through my personal network and a good friend of mine is a business advisor. But I didn't really realize how much I needed that really until the last couple of years. And having a mentor has been life-changing for me because I have someone who is more advanced in business, in entrepreneurship, in startup to ask questions to, to get advice from. And you're going to need that when you start on a new career path. So don't look down at entry-level positions. Everyone has to start entry-level because that's what you need to build the foundation for your career. It's an enormous opportunity for you to grow and learn and ask questions, especially when the stakes are lower. Lower because you have less responsibility in an entry-level position, which is good because it gives you that chance to grow and learn and make some mistakes, which you're going to do. Not everything hangs on you to be successful right away. You have that time to learn and you're just going to need that time and space. What we see in our research at Beyond Prof is that once PhDs have a couple of years of experience in their new career field, they move up quickly. Now, you're probably not going to leapfrog your peers who came out with a bachelor's or master's degree and have 10 years of experience, but you will catch up. Within a couple of years, you'll be ready for those mid-level positions. Your education, training, past work experience, and academia, combined with industry knowledge and experience, will allow you to be successful in higher level positions. And you'll be able to do it then. Entry level isn't forever. So rather than getting annoyed or insulted by the idea that you might have to start entry level, accept it as an opportunity that it is. It's the opportunity to learn and take on new challenges, to build a new subject matter expertise, to gain valuable knowledge and experience, to get mentorship and advice from people who've been working in this career field for years, right? Your plan B with someone else's plan A, and they've worked very hard to develop their expertise. And you have an opportunity to learn from those people. And it's awesome. And then once you have that foundation and framework for your new career, you'll be ready and able to move in advance. Now, remember what we talk about with the job search, right? That skipping steps leads to frustration and failure. That's true for the job search, right? Is why you want to follow the, the four steps for a PhD career transition. But it's also true for building a career. If you miss building foundational knowledge, you're just going to like suffer, right? You're going to fail. You're going to stress. You're going to sweat. It's going to be a, a terrible experience for you. So don't set yourself up for failure, right? Set yourself up for success by looking for the kinds of positions that you need in order to build the framework, the knowledge, to gain the experience, to apply your skills in a new way, to get that mentorship so that ultimately you can move up to the positions that do align probably better with your, um, ex your intelligence, your training, your intellectual curiosity, like you'll get there but you need to build that foundation first. So seek out those entry-level positions, be grateful for them and the opportunity to learn uh, and be humble in your job search. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of Job Search the Smart Way, a podcast for graduate students and PhDs. For more resources to help you launch your next great career, be sure to visit beyondprof.com and sign up for our free events. And remember, smart people work everywhere.